Last week we spoke about the Moichin, the three higher spheres, which were Chabad, Chokma, Bina, and Das. Now we'll move on to the Zayn Midos, which follow. Zayn Midos, we know are, most people they know because of Sirius Al-Imer, are Chesed, Gevura, Tiferes, Netzach, Hoid, Yisoyed, Malchus. Those are the seven spheres. And we'll try to explain each one in detail in Mertashem. Of course, we're really just getting the, giving the Aleph base of every single one of the spheres. Every one of them is an Oilev of Neatma. But we'll go slowly, we'll try to unlock a little bit, to have a little bit of a Havana in every one of the Midas. Firstly, these Zayn Midas, the Miramis in the room is in the Pasuk. We see this Pasuk every single day in Davening. The Pasuk says, Lecha Hashem Agdula, Pagavura, Atiferes, Vanezach, Vahoid. Those are the first five. Kikho Vashemayim Vaharetz. That represents the Midas of Yisoyed. And then Hashem, Malchus, that's the last one. All seven are hinted to in the Pasuk over here, but we say every single day in Davening. And we know as well that every single one of these Zayn Midos represents a different one of the Zayn Royim that comes to visit us on, on Sukkot. Abraham is the Midah of Chaser. Yitzchak is the Midah of Gevura. Yaakov Tiferes. Moshe is Netzach, Aaron is Hod, Yosef is Yisoyed, and David is Midah of Malchus. So with that, we'll try to explain every single one now, we'll see slowly, one by one. So just as a Hagdama, we spoke last week about the Moichin. So what is the difference between Moichin and Midos? So one of the basic differences between the Moichin and the Midos is, Moichin are meant for you yourself. Your machshava is between you and yourself. And in fact, the Rebbe Roshav writes, Ta'ad Rabba says, Bigdei lavoy al-davar seichol or la'ayin be'in in seichlin in order to be me'ayin to use your seichol in something, hazulaz mevavala the other person or another person comes to be mevavala your moichin when they come and they talk to you. Like you're learning here in the base medrash happens all the time. You're learning here in the base medrash, and you're in a in a machshava, and somebody comes and somebody comes and talks to you, and it's it's mevabel because your machshava is meant that you have to be in a place where you could be bena with the benatzmai. Your machshava is between you and yourself. Mashi the midos are the first step to start going outside of yourself and start to relate to those who are outside of you. So that's in between moichin and the midos that we're about to get into. The moichin are for you yourself. Ink and the Midos are the step to try to start going outside of you to try to relate to someone else. And with that, we'll start to explain the Midos. So every single Midah has in it really three parts. There's three parts to every single Midah. Only by Chesed and Gevura will we explain all three sides of it in like a very detailed way. But afterwards you could be explaining on the rest. There's the Pinimius of the Midah. There's the Pinimius of the Midah. The Chitsoinius part of the Midah. And then there's the way that the Midah is expressed through the Nevesh Alakos. How the Nevesh Alakos expresses the Midah. 
Those are the three ways of expressing Amida. There's the, there's the Pinimis of Amida, which of course we'll explain, the Chitzonis of Amida, and then there's also the way that the Amida is expressed through the Heligan and Shama, the, the Nefesh Elokis, towards the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Because the Nefesh Elokis, like the, like the Baltanian writes later on in, in the Igris, that everything in the Nefesh Elokis always is an expression between him and Hashem. It's a way that the Nefesh Elokis expresses itself towards the Kodesh Baruch Hu. So in every single one, we'll try, especially by Chesed and Gevura, try to show all three of those, those things. Pneumius, Chitonius, and how it relates, how it's expressed in the Nefesh Elokis. Clar? So the first two, again, are Chesed and Gevura. Every single Midah, even though we might call it the Midah of Chesed, we might call it the Midah of Gevura, you have to get into exactly what is the Gedder of every single Mitzvah. How exactly are we Magder? this Midah. What does this Midah really mean? What is Chesed really coming to show? What is it really a tell on the Midah of, of Chesed? Pass Tani back. What does it really tell the Midah of Chesed? So the Midah of Chesed, what it really means is not just doing a Maisa Chesed. It means that I am being mispashit. I am leaving myself to go outwards. That's what the Midah of Chesed means. Like when I do Chesed to an Ani, I do Chesed to a poor person. I am reaching out towards him, I am going out to, to him and I am giving him staka. Chesed means that I am being mispashed, I am going outwards. I don't know good word in English for mispashed. You're being mispashed outside from yourself, you're going outwards, away from yourself, in order to go out to that person which is outside of you. Expansion. Expansion, yeah. It's but yeah, you're going, you're going out towards that Ani. That's the way that the Midah of Hispashtus works when, it, when it's referred to the Midah of Chesed, doing Chesed with somebody else. When you do Chesed with somebody else, that's the way that the Midah expresses itself in a, in a Chitzonistic way. It's not the real way that it's expressed because there's an inner drive to that Chesed potentially. There's an inner drive to that Chesed and that inner drive to that Chesed we would call the panemius of that chesed. That's the panemius of, of that midah. So what would be the panemius, let's say, of the midah of chesed? So let's say you have a father and you have a son. A father, he wants to do chesed to his son. Why does the father want to do a chesed to his son? The reason why he wants to do a chesed to him is because he loves him. So the chesed that he's doing to his, to his child is really because of the panemius of that midah, which is the Ava that he has towards his son, Mimelem, that makes him want to be mispashet in order to do a chesed to him. Ava also, it means hispashtus. Ava means I want now to get close to you. I'm mispashet myself to go out from myself, out towards you. That's what Kalev is, right? If I love you, I want to get closer to you. Of course I do, right? If I love, I want, makes you want to be mispashet outwards, and that's why the panemius of the chesed is always the Ava. That's the panemius of the hispashas that you do with the midah of chesed. So what chesed really means, the midah of chesed, the sphere of chesed, what it really means, it doesn't just mean you're doing a maizah chesed, it means that you're being mispashed outwards. It's the hargasha of the lave. It's the lave's feeling of wanting to be mispashed outwards. Is that clear? Whenever we have, whenever somebody's doing chesed, the panemius is an Not I'm showing you the way that it works with panemius. That's a very chitzoni thing of chesed maybe. But every chesed, the, the etim chesed, when it, when it has, when it's a, 
a very gazuta chesed, and it's good chesed when it's has an ava behind it, it's a pneumatic chesed. That's a real way to do a chesed. So they don't always have both. But that's more of that's more of a drive in a situation where it would be a drive. When Sometimes you, you do chesed, and your mamas don't want to do the chesed. It's still his bashes, but it's not the it's not the it's a mida. It's a mice right. let's go right there. That's the mida of chesed. Now, how is that expressed in the nevishel kiss? So we spoke about the pinimius, the chitzonius, but now how is that expressed in the nevishel kiss? That's expressed through the longing, the chuka, the ava that he had wanting to connect to the rabbanu shalom. When the nevishel kiss, when the, when the ava, the nevishel kiss is in the scala. Then it, what comes out is a chuka, a desire for a yid to want to connect to the Rabbanu Shlomo. That's what it means, an ahava, when it comes to the the the, the, the kiss. And that's the picture of the Midah of Chesed. Midah of Chesed means always a hispashtus. You want to be mispashing yourself outwards. <clears throat> From Chesed not to Gevura. So what does Gevura mean? Gevura doesn't just mean I'm acting with might, I'm acting with Gevura. Gevura means the exact opposite of chesed. Gevura means that I am withholding myself. I am demerachic myself. I am with, I am bringing myself in, I am being mitzamting myself. Gevura means the lack of hispashtas. It's almost the exact opposite of hispashtas. So let's say, that, let's say somebody just wants to do gevura with somebody. So, or he feels a certain, uh, yeah, somebody wants to do gevura to somebody else. That gevura brings a richut between him and somebody else. It caused him to be distant with somebody else. Or let's say a person feels yearish with somebody else. That might be the panemius of the gavura. The panemius of gavura, the panemius of wanting to distance yourself from somebody, the way that really means is that you're afraid of somebody else. Or let's say you have your child again, let's say. So how does it work with a child? Let's say you want to act with the midah of gavura towards the child. Why? Because your kid has had 10 taffies and and you don't want him to have any more taffies. So you need to act with a little bit of gavura that he shouldn't have any more taffies or he's going to be jumping off the wall. You probably jumping off the wall after 10 and now the 11th will make him really jump off the wall. So you, that 10th taffy, now you don't want to have the 11th, so you have to act with the gavura. But that the gavura isn't just acting with the gavura. There's a certain view that it's not healthy for your child to have 11 taffies. 10 either, but it, you're, you're the fear of him, of your child getting hurt because of those candies is the cause, let's say, for your gavura that you're acting towards him, that you're making him now have, a, a, doing a certain act of rechuk. That's the, that's the panemius and the chitsoinius of the midah of gavura. Yira is the panemius of it, and acting with gavura to have to act strong with your child, let's say, to not do X, Y, and D, is, that is the, is the chitsoinius of it. Now, how is that expressed in the Nevashalukis? That's expressed in the Nevesh kiss, obviously through the Midah of having Yerush Hashem. Whether it be a, the, a lower level of Yerush, which is like Yerush Oynesh, or higher levels of Yerush, which is Yerush But Yira is the way that is expressed in the Nevesh kiss, the Midah of Gevura, the Sphere of Gevura. Clark so far? What did you say that the Pinimius would be Abba, the Midah of care for your, care for your son, let's say that? So that is my next question, which is exactly, exactly that question. Is that Based on what we said, it means hispastus and pulling yourself back. Hare, when it comes to, let's say, doing a mitzvah, the Ramban says, and this farm bring down, that all mitzvahs assays, 
are built on the Midav Ava. And all Mrs. Loitai says are built on the Midav Yira. But the mitzvah of Ava, having an Ava towards Hashem, would also cause me to not want to do an Avera. My Ava means I also don't want to be over the Ratz and Hashem. My Yira means also that because of the fear that I have for him, I want to do a, 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 a mitzvah's ase. So what does it mean the mitzvah's ase is an ava and the yira is a mitzvah's lot ases? So what it means is that ava, like we said, it just means a hispashtus. If Hutner speaks this out. It means a hispashtus. Ava means you're being mispashed outwards. You're leaving yourself. That's what it means. Ase is your kumva ase. You get up and you go do what you have to do. Ava doesn't just mean the feeling that you have, it means going out and being mispashed outwards to go do something. That is the feeling of kum getting up and going to do a mitzvah. It means a hispashtus. Mashi enkein, hero doesn't mean a hispashtus, it means the exact opposite. It means a hispashtus, not doing something. That is a paula of what? Of lotase. Lotase is, I am not going to do something. That is what year really means. Year means, I am not going to do this. That's Ava and that's Yira. Is that clear? Yeah? Fine. Now, after the Midah of Ava, after the Midah of Yira, or Chazan and Gevura, we come now to the third Midah, which is the Midah of Tiferes. Sorry, just go back for a second. Still, if you have enough Ava, Hashem, it will still prevent you from that's the, that's, that is the feeling of Ava in Hachanami. I'm saying that Ava is more, it's more of a broader term of a hispashtus. That's, and Ava is included in that. So hispashtus means I go do something. That's what it's asa. Yira, which really means a hispashtus, you see, or a tzimtzum, it means I'm not going to do something. But in Hachanami, the feeling might cause you to still do X, Y, and Z. Or not do X, Y, and Z. Now, Tiferes is really the blend of these two mitzvahs. See, Tiferes is not really adding anything necessarily to Ava and Yira. It's like a, a picture. Tiferes is like, a, is like a picture. A person could take a picture, like if I would paint a picture, and all you would see is a bunch of colors mushed together. So that would be like... A, very strong red, very strong blue, but there's no combination, there's no working together of that picture to create this beautiful picture. An artist knows how to take all the colors and he knows how to make all the colors that weave together and work together in order to make a beautiful picture. Something which is before, something which is beautiful. That is the meat of Tiferes. Tiferes is, is that I'm taking the Avas Hashem and I'm taking the years Hashem and I'm learning how take the two together and make them work together, make them blend together to make a beautiful picture between the two of them. And that really was the whole avoida of the Akedah. The Akedah was taking Ahava, which was Avram Avinu, and taking the Yira, which was Yitzchak Avinu, and trying to bring them together to have now a Yaakov Avinu, which is the Chir Sheva Avos, which is the Midah Tiferes, which is the combination of the two of them. That's why it's Merameh, in the Pesach, the Ibaka, Atzei Oila, when they were going, it says in the Pesach, the Ibaka, they split the wood, the Ibaka, 
You buckle this farm say is Osios Yaakov. The same letters as Yaakov because the whole Kavana of the Akedah was to come to the Midah of Yaakov, which was the Midah of Tiferes, which is the blending between the two. How it worked at the Akedah, the Maisa, it's very complicated. But the blending of the two, that's what happened. That's why Avram and Bino, after the Akedah, we know what is the Midah of Ava, uh, Avram, they said it, is the Midah of Ava. But at the, after the Akedah, when the whole Maisa happened, what does the Malach say to Avram and Bino? Now I see that you're a Yorei Elohim. Now you have also the Midah of Yira, because now that the two of them blended together, now there's a Midah of Yira and Avra by Avram Yira, and the same thing was true by Yitzchak. It was a combination of the two, it was the Tiferes. That's why immediately, after the whole part of the Parsha of the Akedah, we should go straight into Rivka. We go straight into the Parsha of Rivka. Why are we going straight into the Parsha of Rivka now? Because now it's time to give birth to a Yaakov because now that we have the, the, the Yofi, the picture of blending, of Avram and Yitzchak coming together, now it's time to have a Yaakov, which is a blending between the two. So that's why also the Midah Tiferes is called the Midah of Emes. Because what Tiferes means is that you know when to use Ava and when to use Yira. Emes means that you understand in every single situation what is the Emes and what you need to use and how much you need to use it. That's what the Midah of Emes says. So you know how much Ava it is. You don't just go full force Ava. Because that's not the Emes necessarily. You don't go just full force Yira. Because that's not the Midah, that's, that's not the Emes necessarily. The Emes is knowing how much of each one of those Midahs to use together to have that perfect blend. Clar? The Malach said to Avram, now I know that you're really Yeah. So until now, until the Midah Tiferes, really those, that, those three Midahs, Chesed, Gvura, Tiferes, were all Midahs which really were shy to the Mashpia themselves. We're really shaykh ba'etim to the mashpia. But now, we're moving out from the world of the mashpia, and we're trying to bring it down to the world, the world of the makabal. From the Rebbe now, and we're trying to bring it down to the world of the Talmud. All these are different feelings that maybe the mashpia might have towards the one he's being makabal to, to. Now, we're working into the world of the makabal. how we're gonna give over this, whatever it was from our mind down to our emotions, how we're going to give over now to our Talmud. And that's what the Midah of Netach and Hod come to do. That's why the Midah of Netach and Hod are called the Raglayim. Until now, we had the Chesed, which was the right arm, to the Pesach Gevura was the left arm. Tferis is the body. And now the legs, the Raglayim, are the Midah of Netach and Hod. And this really sheds light as to something very unique about Aaron and Moshe, Moshe and Aaron. All the Royim, all of their stories were each on their own. You had first Parsha of Avram, then you had the Parsha of Yitzchak, Parsha of Yaakov, and then there was Yosef, and then there's David, which is like completely far away. But the story of Aaron, Moshe and Aaron, their story happens at the same exact time. They're different than all of the other Royim in that sense. That their story happens together. It's Moshe and Aaron, there were the two men, Higam and in the Midbar. And the reasoning is because Netzach and Hod represent the guf, the, the legs, sorry, they represent the legs of the person. And every part of, every aver of the, of the body can each work individually. I don't need my left hand necessarily to do a pool with my right hand. But in order to walk, I need both my legs. 
I need both my legs to walk. So Aaron and Moshe, they go together because they represent the Midah of Netzach and Ho. They represent their legs which go together with each other. And so too it is with the Midah of Netzach and Ho. Netzach is the Midah of, just like it sounds, is that you're being Minatzeach over something. Something which is stopping you from being able to do what you want to do. So let's, say, let's, just take, let's start with the Nefesh of the kiss. You have a Yitzhar, which is stopping you. The Midah of Netzach of the Nefesh of the kiss is saying, I'm going to be Minatzeach over whatever is stopping me from being able to connect to the Rabbanu Shalala. But every Yitzhar is standing in front of me. And now let's think about a Talmud. So when it comes to a Talmud, what happens is that sometimes the Talmud is, doesn't want to hear what you have to say. Or he's not behaving. So sometimes the Rabbi, let's say, needs to give him a clap. I mean, hopefully not. But let's say the Rabbi has to, has to, has to give him a clap. Why? Because he's trying to give him a tseyach over the Talmud in order to give over to the Talmud what he needs. That's the Midah of Netzach. Hoid is the exact opposite. Point is that you have the Talmud, but the Rebbe goes down to the Madriga of the Talmud. That's, Lashon, that's why Hod is Lashon of Hoidah, giving thanks. Your Hoidah to be moided or being moided to somebody else, admitting something to somebody else. Because what does it mean to be moided? It means that you're bending yourself to somebody else. You're being mevatal yourself to somebody else. So Moshe is the Midah of Netzach, and Aaron is the Midah of Hoid. Excuse me. Because Moshe on one hand was really above everybody else. Moshe Rabbeinu was Moshe Rabbeinu. We find in Chazal, that's like being Minatzeach means that the Rebbe is staying very high, very much above the Talmudim, and that's why he's being Minatzeach then. He's showing like a certain level of I'm above you. Hoyd is like he was amongst the Am. He was being, making Shalom Ben Ish the Ishta. He was amongst the Talmud. He's relating to the Madrig of the Talmud. Right? Like a lot of Rabbeim nowadays, they try, to, they try to relate to the Talmud. They try to you know, be cool with the Talmud. They sit there, they smoke cook with the Talmud. You know, there's some Rabbeim there, they try to be cool and chill with the Talmud. But the real MS is that, like we said, that there needs to be both those aspects together. There's the Midah of Netzach and there's the Midah of Hoyd. So on one hand, it means that a Rebbe, and this is true for anybody who's being Mashbiyah on anybody, that the way that you be Mashbiyah is that you're not just buddy-buddy with your Talmud. You know how to be a buddy to your Talmud, but also show that you're much more on a higher madriga than your Talmud. That's why there's Aaron and Moshe that are together. There's the Midah of Netzach by the Rebbe, and there's the Midah of Hoyt by the Rebbe. It means that this connection between the two of them, that on one hand when you're giving over to somebody else, you're on one hand you're a Netzach, you're above, on the other hand you're a Hoyt which knows how to go down and work with them. Huh? Clar? Somewhat? Fine. That's also why we were saying that this is the start of giving over to the Makabal, it's giving over to the next Madrega. That's why it's called the Reglayim. Because the Reglayim, they take you away from yourself, from where you are. They bring you to a farther Makum from where you're holding. So since this is the first stage of bringing things down to the Talmud, that's why it's called the Reglayim. It's you're starting to go outside of yourself now. And that means that you take the information also, and you say some of the information is too high, and some information, you don't want to make the information too low. 
And Netzach means it's too high for the Talmud. And Hod means that it's too low for the Talmud. You're going too much to his Madrega. So our Rebbe also, on a certain level, he knows how to bring it down to the Madrega of the Talmud. But he knows also how to make it a little bit above the Talmud, that the Talmud knows how to work towards something. That's also like a Netzach and a Hod. Tzferes is the mixture, really. Uh, Tzferes is that MS. Now you're trying to be misgala. How are you going to give over that MS? Netzach and Hod is how am I going to give over to the Talmud the MS that I have now? I want to give over to him my MS. So I can either force that MS down his throat or I can come just work on his madrig, go down to him completely. But there's a way to give over that MS in a way that you're one hand above him, but on the other hand, you're also going down to his madriga. Clark? From there comes the Midah of Yisoy. Yisoy is also part of the process of giving it over to the Talmud. See, the Midah of Yisoy, if you want to be Mashpia, for everyone to be Mashpia to a Talmud, so Yisoy means I'm being Miskasha to you. I'm really connecting to you. That's really the definition. That's really the get there of the Midah of Yisoy. It's a get there of connection. Like the Yisoy has been Isha Isha is a connection with each other. That means that his kashrus, it means the relationship that the Rebbe and the Talmud have with each other. See, if a Rebbe and a Talmud, they don't feel a connection towards each other, it doesn't make a difference how much the Rebbe is giving over to the Talmud, the Talmud will never hear him. He'll never want to listen. He needs to feel a certain relationship towards his Rebbe. And that goes the other way. So the Rebbe needs to feel a relationship also towards the Talmud. Because if the Talmud, if the Rebbe rather doesn't want doesn't feel any connection to his Talmud, then he's not going to want to sit there and give the shir. Only when you f- a person feels, let's say, when they're giving a shir, that A, he wants to be heard, or, and they want to listen, only then does the shir really work. Only then does the relationship of the Talmud, only then does the relationship of the, of the Rebbe and the Talmud really work. That's what it means, the Midah Yisoyed. The Midah Yisoyed means how much of a relationship they're in right now that the whole hashpa should work. It's the relationship that they have towards each other, the connection that they build towards each other, that now the makabo wants to be makabo and the mashpia wants to be mashpia. And how is that expressed in the Nevesh of a Kiss? So the Tanya writes in Perik Tezvav, in Igor Tezvav, Chem b'midah sadik yisoyed o'ilam, so to is the midah yisoyed, his nefesh is completely connected to the Bona Shalom, the giver of life. He's completely dovok to the Bona Shalom. That's what it means, Yisoyed. Yisoyed means when a person has the meat of Yisoyed, it means he's in the Vekas with the Bona Shalom. That's why this... Huh? Yeah. That's why the Midah of Yisoy, there's no more, there's, that's why the Midah of is such an important Midah. That's why it's called the Midah of Yisoy. It's a, it's a foundation. Because you can take all your Torah mitzvahs, and you can do whatever you want, you can learn, you can daven, you can do whatever. But if a Yid is not feeling the Vekas, he doesn't have that want to want to connect to the Rabbani Shalom, that feeling of the Vekas with the Rabbani Shalom, which is the Midah of Yisoy, that connection with the Rabbani Shalom, then the Iker is Chosim in a safe. The Iker is, is having that Midah of Yisoy. That's why Kedushas Abris, we know the Midah of Yisrael is, is Kedushas Abris. That's why there's nothing more important than the Midah of Kedushas Abris. That's why in, in Pnei Mesotaira, our Rabbi says this all the time, that come out every single daf of Zayar talks about the Midah of Bris. Why? Why does it talk about the Midah of Bris so much? 
Because everything is Gavaldic. Learning, of course, is Gavaldic. Torah, of course, is Gavaldic. But in Pneumis, the the Midah of Bris, the Midah of Yisod is so important because there's no Iskashos, no Devekos, which is, which is the Maka of Apatish and the whole entire thing, without that Midah of Yisod, without the Midah of Kedushas of Bris. So the whole Midah of Yisod is the connection that the Rebbe has together with the Talmud. And the final Midah is the Midah of Malchus. And the Midah of Malchus is taking everything that you have until now, and bringing it out, actually, me'akoyach elapoyal. It's actually bringing it out. So the Malchus says, it's called Lesla Megar Maklu. It doesn't have anything of itself. Because it just takes everything that it had until now, and it starts the process of giving it over to the Talmud. That's why the Malchus is also called the Midah of Peh. So what does a Peh do? A Peh is my ability to actually give it over to you. The Peh is the Rebbe actually giving it over to the Talmud. So those are all the Midas. Really the Midas Machas is, is the deepest of the Midas. It's really the deepest of the Midas. And like, a, a whole surely should be dedicated to just Midas Machas. Really all of them, but Machas especially, it's very deep. So we see in Rosh Hashanah, which is talking about the Hamachas Hashem, Mimamakim Kirisich Hashem. It's referring to the Midas Machas, the Amkas, the Mamakim, from the deepest place. Because the Malchus is the Oymika Machas. Machas is a very deep Midas. And in Avoida, in, in terms of the Nefesh of the Kis, that's the Midas of Mimakabo O Machas Shemayim. It's a midah midah makabo amach So that really sums up design midas and really all the ten spheres from chesed down into the midah malchus. Chesed is pashtus, gavura bringing things in, spheres is the blend, netzach and hodah working together, and how to give it over to the Talmud, what's the right balance giving over that MS. Yisod is the connection they have, and the peh, the malchus, is actually giving it over finally. That's Yosef, Yisoyed, Malchus is David. Klar? The first Rechot from Yadas. That's where everything starts. That's in the mind, yeah. Where's Malchus? Malchus. Is it a place or? So the Yisoyed is really the bris, and the Atara of the Yisoyed you can say is the Malchus. Or the Peh. Or the Rechot, maybe, yeah. I mean, that's confusing. The Shaykh, maybe, yeah. But it's also it's the connection between the Atar of the Bris and the Peh. It's, it's Mashpiyah, it's officially, yeah. It's the Makam of Peh. What is the meaning of the Malchus? Malchus always means something going out in the Akayach al You say it's called Siyu and Yufa, so maybe Malchus is, is below a place. 